Hi, everyone. It's Cheryl and Tony, and welcome to this Monday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Oh, you're a little slow on the button there after your holiday layoff. I'm still uh, I'm still full from cookies. It's making me sluggish. I think you're still drunk on eggnog. No, that's not it. Uh, let's start. I'm sure everyone missed hearing us. I missed doing the show. Sure you did. So let's start out. Uh, the Disney Parks blog has another edition of their holiday paper parks. A little late here. It is a couple days late, but they did release this on Wednesday the 23rd. And since we hadn't recorded for a couple days, it's out there. But if you were doing the paper parks, uh, Disney Paper Parks Holiday Edition designed by Walt Disney Imagineering Part 3 was released. And this activity sheet is the uh, Main Street USA train station, uh, as well as the candlelight ceremonial uh, ceremony and processional in Disneyland. Uh, so this goes hand in hand with last week's Town Square release. Um, so you can do your living Christmas tree of the candlelight processional and uh, all of your holiday decor for Town Square. Okay. Yeah. Uh, also, there's some holiday cookie recipes on the Disney Parks blog. I assume those have been out for a few days as well. Yeah, that, this was released on Christmas Eve. Uh, so they released a ton of recipes. Uh, they released the recipes for Belle's Enchanted Christmas Tree Cookie from the Magic Kingdom. That was the uh, almond macarons. Mm-hmm. Uh, the gingerbread cookies from the bakery at the Grand Floridian Resort. Uh, Spaceship Earth Cookies with Salted Caramel Ganache from the uh, International... Uh, sorry, from the Taste of Epcot International Festival of the Holidays, presented by Advent Health. Uh, they released the recipe for gingerbread cookies from Shanghai. Huh. Do you and think they, their gingerbread cookies are different than our gingerbread cookies? We'll have to check out the recipe. And they also released the plant-based uh, chocolate chip cookie sticks recipe. They're, uh, they consider them to be cookie fries from Beaches and Cream Soda Shop. All right. That actually looks good. Even though they're plant-based? Even though they're plant-based. I'd like to give them a try. They just, they look like sticks of chocolate chip cookies. All right. Yeah. And then last from the Disney Parks blog, they, there's an, there was an announcement about the new ship for Disney Cruise Line. Was that the Wish? That is the Wish. And during the Disney Parks Magical Christmas Day celebration, uh, it was noted that the Disney Cruise Line would make an announcement about the Wish. Um, I was hoping it would be the date for their inaugural sailing in 2022, but that's not what it was. Uh, They actually released um, what character statue is going in the Grand Hall. Okay. Which is is kind of a big deal. Yeah, it is. It is Cinderella. Nice. uh, Which does make sense because she's all about wishes. Right. Um, On the back of the ship we know is going to be Rapunzel. Okay. uh, And Pascal. Um, So... uh, The ship is going to be joining the fleet in 2022. It is the first of three new ships that will join the fleet uh, between now and 2025. All of these three new ships, the Triton class, are going to be powered by liquefied natural gas. Uh, There'll be approximately 144,000 gross tons with 1,250 guest staterooms, which is just slightly larger than the Dream and the Fantasy. Those are big ships. They are. All right. And the, the lobby was gorgeous. Yes, yeah, yeah, very, uh, I mean, you know, similar to the other ones, but I think just the one staircase, Yeah, well, they they changed the magic in the one. They took all one. of the staircases in the grand lobbies for all of the ships and set it to one staircase. Most right. of them had dual staircases. Previously, yeah. So this ship uh, looks like it was designed with one staircase from right. the beginning, and it just, it flows very nicely. Mm-hmm. No, it was very pretty. Um, lots of levels. Yep. You know, looking out over the lobby. Yeah, and most of the lobbies are three levels. 
uh, on all of the ships. And uh, there's a 39, 40 second video on our page that shows the statue in the lobby if you'd like to check it out. Cool. Disney World has released their park hours through March 7th. Actually, that's my bad. I told you it was March 7th. It's the week of March 7th okay. uh, through March 13th. The Magic Kingdom will be open from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. that week. Uh, Epcot will be open from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Hollywood Studios will be open from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. And Animal Kingdom will be open from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Disney Springs will be open from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Uh, during the week and 11 p.m. on the weekends. Of course, if you're going to the parks, remember that park hopping starts at 2 p.m. Right. And that went into effect already? That goes into effect January 1st. Okay. Cool. And then also, because we keep talking about how you have to be really careful about your park hours because they can change at any time, uh, Disney has extended the park hours for January 9th through the 16th. That's right. The Magic Kingdom will be open from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. That is an extra hour. They were originally scheduled to close uh, at 6 p.m. And let's see what else. The Animal Kingdom will be open from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. on January 10th and 16th, from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. on the 11th through the 15th. Uh, the park was supposed to be 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. the entire week. So those two parks have had some modifications if you are headed down uh, during that the, that week. All right. So the People Movers being repainted, which I guess is nice, but I'm more interested in it opening. That's right. The uh, People Mover platform, uh, the support columns, have been repainted and remodeled. Uh, they match the new white color scheme around Tomorrowland. Uh, and the final pair of supports have been painted, so that should bring that project to a close. And big news, last week they were testing uh, People Mover, uh, Tomorrow, Tomorrowland Transit Authority, People Mover, uh, cars on the track. All right, but great big question then. Do we have an opening date for this? It is scheduled to reopen the weekend of January 9th. Yay! I've read conflicting reports of both the 9th and the 10th. Mm -hmm. um, the 10th is, I guess, that Monday, uh, but it could be the 9th. It could no, be the 10th. No, the 10th is Sunday. The 9th the is a is Saturday. Sunday. All right, then it's the, the, the weekend Sunday. of the 9th. Okay. Nice. Yeah, fancy. I know. Uh, origin, uh, additional plexiglass dividers are being added to the Peter Pan queue. Uh, yeah, these new dividers are in near the loading area of Peter Pan's queue. Um, there had been previously some dividers set up along the exterior of the interior queue, and these are more interior, so it's very close to the loading area. It's along where the shields are mm -hmm. uh, on the internal uh, queue. Um, so they're just attaching to existing railings. Um, you know, it, it's just, it, it's like any switchback line. It's, yeah. it's very tight and wherever they can put plexiglass, they're trying to, to yeah, install yeah. it. You're going to keep seeing this. We're going to have more and more announcements every, every show that they added them somewhere else. Right. That's just the way it's going to go for a little while. Until the vaccine is done, and then they, we start announcing that they've removed <laughs> they've plexiglass They've taken them down, everywhere. I know. And <laughs> then they've... That'll be all of next year's stories. Right. Then they've got to refill all the screw holes and the bolt holes that <laughs> and they we'll put have, in. And we'll have every update on every bolt hole that's been uh, <laughs> filled. Exactly. All right. Um, the food studios have been announced for Epcot's Festival of the Arts. That's right. The Taste of Epcot International Festival of the Arts 2021. What did I leave off? Sponsored by Advent Health, but it's Presented not. Presented by Advent Health. Okay. Um, will be held from January 8th through February 22nd at Epcot. And as Cheryl mentioned, they have released the um, 
food studios, which is their name for the food kiosks Mm -hmm. uh, during the festival. And I have a list of them if you'd like to hear. Sure. We'll have the artist table at the American Adventure where you'll get things like beef wellington and pan seared scallops. Uh, Then over at the Showcase Plaza, the Citrus Blossom, which will be beverages from the Florida Orange Groves Winery uh, or Orange Cream Shakes. Cuisine Classique over in Germany, where you'll get hearty braised bites uh, like wine braised short ribs, coke avine, and opera cake. Um, There will be the Decadent Delights uh, booth at the Promenade Refreshments, where you can get raspberry or lemon soft serve ice cream. Uh, The Deconstructed Dish in the Showcase Plaza, where you'll get deconstructed takes on foods like the Reuben, the BLT, and strawberry cheesecake. In Mexico, you will get to visit El Artista Hombriento, which is where you will sample uh, Mexican-inspired cuisine like pork belly pastor, chile rellenos, and chocolate tacos. Japan will have a food studio named Goshiki, where you will get sushi donuts and vegetable goyoza. Hmm. Um, You can also sip on sake or try the pink snow, which is uh, a refreshing beverages featuring sake, peach schnapps, cranberry juice, and calpico. Okay. All right. At the World Show Place, you can get festival favorites where you can uh, try a charcuterie, Remy's Ratatouille, a blood orange tart, uh, as well as a jumbo chocolate chip cookie. God, we've got like six more of these to do. You're making me sleepy. I'm sorry. Uh, Painter's Palette in the World Showcase, uh, World Show Place, uh, Prime Steak Tartare, Roast Beet Tartare, and Pistachio Cake. Les Art de Cuisine Francaise in France, where you'll get French treats and baked goods. Uh, Les Art de Mangerie uh, in Italy. Uh, which is uh, artesini, lobster ravioli, and cream-filled Italian donuts. Master Kitchen in Canada, where you'll get wild mushroom risotto, salmon, and cream gâteau, and a luscious panna cotta. The Mosaic Canteen in Morocco, where you'll get harissa roasted rack of lamb and a Mediterranean flatbread. The Painted Panda in China, where you can have pork and water chestnut meatballs, or Sichuan red-hot mala shrimp. Uh, Pop Eats in the Showcase Plaza, which are modern art-inspired foods. Vibrante and Vivido between Morocco and France, which is uh, passion fruit mousse or chilled seafood cocktail. And then your standard refreshment ports, refreshment outposts, and Joffrey's tea and coffee. Very nice. Yeah. All right, you have some trivia for us about Soren? That's right. It was announced um, this past weekend uh, on an former Imagineer, I think he's a former Imagineer, Jim Clark, Uh, who shared on his Twitter page how Patrick Warburton, also known as Putty from Seinfeld, became the flight attendant on the Soren attraction. Uh, Originally, uh, because it is dealing with Soren, they were interested in John Travolta, who, as almost everyone knows, has his pilot's license, and he flies like 747s and owns his own jet and all that stuff. Uh And he was supposed to be the uh, pre-show guide, Uh, They were going to make the flight attendant's name Sandy, which was a little bit of a play on uh, his partner from Greece. Uh, The only problem was that his film schedule was making it difficult, and he had this little soul patch beard from a film he was working on called uh, Pulp Fiction. Uh, So that kind of left things a little weird. Two months prior to the opening, they still hadn't completed the pre-show, and a bunch of the Imagineers went to go see The Emperor's New Groove, uh, they thought that Kronk was hilarious, uh, and they decided to uh, create a role for him as the flight attendant in Soren. Cool. So that is how we ended up with uh, Putty uh, seating people for Soren. 
<laughs> That's not his name. <laughs> I know. Patrick Warburton. Okay. But I refer to him. He will always be putty to me. From Seinfeld. Yeah. I just don't think that John Travolta, would, it would have been the same with John Travolta. No, it definitely would not have. Moving on to more plastic divider news. Uh, some dividers have been added at Smuggler's Run. Yeah, here we go. The uh, plexiglass industry is loving this. Um, they have created, uh, installed new plastic uh, plexiglass dividers, and they're actually on the sides of the seats, which is really kind of weird on the armrest. Um, you know, I don't get it. Just another safety they're just, protocol. Well, I guess they're trying to be able to load more than just families. Yeah, one family to a car, car, but or to a pod or to a right. vehicle cockpit. Thank you. Um, but that stinks. Yes. Because even if you are just your own little group, now you get these plastic things between you. Right. I don't like it. I'm glad I get to ride it without it. Yeah, there are new dividers on the backs of the gunner's seats with plastic wrapping around the side, creating a four-slash-two configuration where a party of up to four will be seated in the front and parties of up to two will be seated in the back. So you get a crappy job if you So you get to be the engineer if you're a party of two. You have no Mm -hmm. shot at being the pilot. Right. That stinks. I'm traveling with a party of four from here on out. (laughs) There you go. At least until COVID is over. Right. All right. Um, In news no one really cares about, uh, there is a a returning merchandise kiosk in Galaxy's Edge. That's right. Uh, Disney Drive Time Podcast, where we bring you the news that no one cares about, (laughs) is our new logo. Um, The Resistance Supply has reopened. Uh, It's a merchandise kiosk outside of Rise of the Resistance. And they sell a bunch of resistance goods, such as X-Wing pilot suits and um, helmets, pilot's helmets. All right. It's stuff that you would never let me buy. I think that's unfair. Why is that? Because you bought a lightsaber. That's true. You could buy whatever you want with your money. Okay. Right? Sure. All right. Uh, That's what you say now in front of everyone. (laughs) Harambe Market in Animal Kingdom is transitioning to weekends only, which is fine because their food is terrible. That is so not true. Um, Harave Market reopened in the Animal Kingdom in mid-November and since then has been operating daily. Uh, But beginning January 4th, they will transition to a weekend-only schedule. They will be open on Saturdays and Sundays from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Their current hours uh, through January uh, 3rd um, are 10.30 to 3 p.m. Okay. Uh, Gideon's Bakery um, had its... Soft opening, uh, I guess over, I don't know. It had its soft opening, and it was very successful. That's right. They are in a soft opening phase until their grand opening, which will occur in January. Um, Gideon's Bakehouse has finally opened after many months of anticipation, um, and their menus are out now. Uh, Their menus very limited. Uh, They have baked-from-scratch cookies at $6 each, limit six per person. Those are the half-pound cookies. And then they have cake slices at $9 a piece. Do you have pictures? And those are their double frosted cakes. No pictures oh. uh, with this menu. Um, they also have limited items such as the limited edition cookie, hot cookie with ice cream, coffee cake cookie, and Gideon's Bites for $20, which uh, I'm not sure what that is. Uh, Gideon's Brew House, they make their coffees with oat milk. Ew. Um, they have a peanut butter iced coffee, a ginger snap cold brew, a classic white brew, um, and then they offer... Blue Sky 100% cane soda, cane sugar sodas in the root beer and black cherry flavors, uh, Coca-Cola products, and Dasani bottled water. 
So the first day of their soft opening, I believe the wait was three and a half hours. Wow. Those better be some darn good cookies. Right? Well, I'm sure they are. Uh, If you're not into cookies, but you would like a treat and you're at Disney Springs, you can now try a gourmet marshmallow from the new gourmet marshmallow kiosk at Disney Springs. That's right. The Wonder Made Gourmet Marshmallow Kiosk has opened up just outside outside of Paddlefish. Uh, This kiosk used to uh, be the home of Love Pop, which has since transitioned into a full-fledged store. Um, so Wonder Made has a pop-up shape, a pop-up shop with which has handcrafted flavored marshmallows, including dark chocolate, key lime pie, uh, gold champagne, and birthday cake. Uh, they also have peppermint swirl. Um, they come in four ounce boxes, which are supposed to be the perfect size for eating marshmallows. Uh, they also sell branded mugs if you need some place to put a marshmallow or your marshmallow drink. All right. And they look, uh, they're they're pretty cool. They're s'mores marshmallows. You know, they've got the chocolate on the outside. They've got, uh, looks like some burnt sugar. They look pretty delicious. Graham cracker. Yeah, they, uh, they it looks pretty good. We'll try that the next time we go. Okay, sounds good. My treat to you. Aw, with I'm your u- money? I'm using your money. <laughs> At the Polynesian, the monorail station um, is continuing to have work done. How is it coming along? Well, they are dismantling it board by board. Uh, They've gone down the uh, wall and cut all of the vertical boards uh, in half. And then they are taking uh, uh, those out. They have just disassembled the roof. Um, It's going to be a long time before anybody's utilizing that uh, monorail stop uh, anytime. No. Yeah. It's it's, it's kind of sad. Pretty pulled apart. It is. All right, 1900 Park Fair is not open right now, so it is being used as overflow seating for the Grand Grand Floridian Cafe. Uh yeah, that's the whole story. Okay. Uh, the Grand Floridian Cafe is open, but because of social distancing, uh you know, their capacity is a lot limited. So, yep. in order to handle that, uh they are doing like they are doing at other Disney locations and using closed restaurants. Uh, for either overflow seating or for queues, uh, like they're doing at Columbia Harbor House. Cool. Um, D23 has um, this plush, this monthly plush going on, and there's an update about that. That's right. If you remember in 2020, uh, D23 had a plush series with Amazon uh, that was related to uh, the Year of the Mouse, and those were limited edition D23 exclusive plushes. Throughout 2021, uh, the new line is Disney Treasures from the Vault. So this collection will celebrate characters from the first 50 years of the Walt Disney Company. Uh, these will uh, The plushes will be announced on the first Thursday of each month, beginning on January 7th of 2021. And then Amazon will begin selling the plush on the following day. All right. There is this is this is the biggest news of like the month for me. It is. So it better be as good as I think it's going to be because I don't know much about it. But there is a return coming of antenna toppers. That's right. I am an antenna topper junkie. Yes. Um, every trip of, of mine involved two things. Well, yes. three things. Mm-hmm. A new T-shirt. Mickey bar. No, that this is things. This is merchandise. Oh, a, I a see. A new T-shirt. Mm-hmm. A new Lego keychain. Yep. And a new antenna topper yes. or twelve. Right. 
Um, I have a gigantic box of antenna toppers that I change throughout the year. And we've been having to access them lately because they're ha- they haven't Man. sold them in a very long time. Right. I used- had to buy a knockoff from eBay. Ugh, how dare you? I know. You used to be able to go into even your local Disney store yep. and they had antenna toppers. But as we all know, because of the way radios and cars are, they're not really making cars with antennas anymore. Um, so they stopped selling antenna toppers. But lo and behold... Um, it was found in Mouse Gears in Epcot this past weekend, a four-pack of antenna toppers. Whoa. Um, they are the Mickey Bar, uh-huh. Cinderella Castle, yep. um, a red Mickey balloon, and a, a black Mickey silhouette. Nice. They're very plain, okay. but they get the point across. Yes, we'll and take I it. And I am very much looking forward to a new set of antenna toppers. Awesome. All right. And then in Disney Cruise Line news, they have a new advertising campaign. That's right. Their new advertising campaign is unique um, because it now shows guests wearing masks, uh, face masks when they're on deck. Oh, all right. Um, But their new Let's Dream uh, advertising campaign has started. Uh, While they have canceled all their cruises uh, through March 2021, uh, they have just released some additional 2022 cruises uh, with Bahamian and Caribbean itineraries. So uh, if you're interested in cruising, uh, you know, there's no idea when they're going to return to cruising in 2021 because there are 74 COVID protocols that have to be implemented on board the ship. Um, and then, uh, uh, you know, they'll start sailing with guests again. So it could be a while. But exciting that, you know, they're putting the focus on advertising and trying to draw people in for late 2021 and 2022. Right. Uh, the NBA has uh, some of the players have donated in order to keep a food bank open. Yeah, this past year, uh, winter, fall, I guess it was, uh, as we know, the NBA lived and played at Walt Disney World. Uh, and the NBA Players Association has donated $50,000 to a union-run food bank uh, for displaced Central Florida tourism employees. So uh, the NBA giving back a little bit. Very nice. That will help the food bank running for at least one month. Okay, uh, One additional month. Right. All right. Um, So the movies are coming back. Uh, Tony and I actually went to go see uh, the Wonder Woman 84 84. this weekend. Uh, Nice to see a new movie in the movie theaters that didn't totally suck. It wasn't great, but um, it wasn't as horrible as some some of the other things that have been coming to the theater lately. That is true. Uh, But so it seems like maybe some movies are starting to be coming to the theaters, and it's been announced that the live-action Cruella, which we've been waiting for, is going to premiere in theaters on May 28th. That's right. It was actually scheduled to release this month, um, but they have now set a date of May 28th of 2021. Cool. So uh, that is exciting. Um, And and they have said that it is uh, going to be released in theaters, uh, there's no word whether it will do a, you know, a release in theaters as well as Disney Plus at the same time. Um, but this film follows a young Cruella DeVille portrayed by Emma Stone um, and how she gets uh, her, well, gets her origin. Well, it is her origin. I guess she doesn't get her origin. Uh, but she wants to be a fashion designer and this is how she ends up in uh, London and how she meets in with Horace and Jasper. And uh, if you've watched 101 Dalmatians, this is her backstory. All right, cool. Uh, And then lastly, we have some news about uh, Brightline, which is the train that's supposed to go from, what, Miami to... 
or through Orlando to Tampa? It is supposed to go from Miami through Orlando and Tampa. So um, Brightline, uh, they're currently building uh, their line from West Palm to Orlando International Airport. That is about 45% complete. Um, the train is actually going to start at uh, Port Miami and then go to Miami Central uh, to Fort Lauderdale, Boca Raton, West Palm, uh, and then a long 170-mile stretch uh, up to Orlando International Airport, and then Disney Station, and then Tampa. Um, they have stated that the Orlando International Airport uh, track will be completed by 2022, and they are looking at a second half of 2023 expansion uh, to Disney. Um, Disney's already announced that there will be a station in Disney Springs, but there is no idea where the location will be for that. All right. So that's uh, that's kind of exciting. Would you, would you contemplate, uh, you know, we take a car every time we go to Disney World because we don't necessarily like Magical Express. We like the freedom of having our own vehicle. Would you do the train just to try it? Would you, do you think you would? So to me, the biggest win on that would be if we did a combined cruise with Disney World and that cruise were out of Miami. Mm -hmm. So that would be the nice thing is you wouldn't need a car at all. You know, I will do a day or two at Disney without a car. Not currently with COVID things going on, but generally, you you take Magical Express over to the resort, you do two days there, um, and then to be able to go back to the airport, basically, or, you know, wherever nearby that is, and then be able to take the train um, over to Miami, get on your... And get on your cruise would be nice and then fly back out of Miami. Okay. Yeah, that would be good. Yep. All right. You have any final words? I do not. I think that's that's about it. I'm going to go eat some more cookies. Awesome. So I think we have a holiday schedule this week as well. We'll be doing shows for Monday and Wednesday. Uh, Thursday is New Year's Eve slash Cheryl's birthday. Uh, so we will take the day off for that. And uh, then we'll be back the following Monday. So have a good couple of days, everyone. And until Wednesday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.